Stocks sprinting towards the highs of the day. Bitcoin, too. It's risk on here over the last 40 minutes. Still got some time left, though, into the close. Bob Aichino is with us, our shepherd to guide us, founder and chief strategist at Path Trading Partners. There you go, the shepherd to show us the path. Uh, so, Bob, what do you think here? I mean, this is like a pretty strong effort to get above some important levels the way I see it. Basically, the high in the NASDAQ for the past week uh, and Bitcoin trying to get out of this downtrend that it's been in with lower highs. You buying in? Not to Bitcoin, not yet. I still think there's too many uh, little idiosyncrasies that have to work themselves out. I think a, a more healthy Bitcoin breaks that actual $18,000 level, which by some accounts is what it costs to mine now. So if it gets below $18,000, there's no longer any value in mining. That's from what I read and from what I hear from people who know better than me, I'm not a miner. But I'd like to see it break down through there because in the secondary market would likely come in um, and support it at levels lower than that. So not on Bitcoin yet. Um, on equities, I am actually small long. And it's only because, again, I think this is another one of these bear market rallies. And I think this one could be stronger than the last couple. You know, it's interesting. We're seeing the VIX kind of have a new mean, right, in terms of where it's been since this year. I mean, the low this year is somewhere around 16 and a half, maybe a little bit lower than that. And I think when you and I started talking, we were much more used to nines and 12s in the VIX. Now we're getting used to 16s and 20s and 22s. So I think as we see the VIX kind of quietly weaken, we see a little bit of a bear market rally. And I think some of that is because there's just no news to move the stock market lower. We're out of earnings season. We're past CPI. We're past PPI. We're past all of these big events. We're past the Fed meeting. And now it's just a matter of, well, are long-term buyers come, going to come in? And in these kind of quiet periods, I don't even think the final June Michigan sentiment index would derail this thing mm. because the Fed's already commented on the last one. So either it's gonna get much worse or much better, but I don't think it's gonna really derail stocks in the short, short term. Okay, so as you look at uh, the bullish narrative right now, a lot of it circles back to inflation. A lot of people are arguing that uh, the crude oil sell-off here is a uh, savior for risk assets. How do you think that relates into it? Well, sure. I think, you know, when you look at the average uh, gas price falling along with the, the gas holiday, it kind of supports, very mildly supports, uh, kind of like 20-year-old underwear. It, it supports the idea that the Fed could back off a little bit. Um, it's <laughs> don't not, have any. <laughs> yeah, men don't throw away underwear. Stop it. We keep it till that stuff disintegrates. So anyway, I mean, from that perspective, you're looking at a Fed that could be less aggressive. He certainly hasn't spoken like they're going to be less aggressive. And I certainly would hope if inflation is the target that he's no less aggressive. Um, it kind of supports the narrative of a soft landing because it supports a little bit of economic slowing here. But we continue to hear policies like student loan forgiveness, for example, that would kind of boost inflation a little bit with more discretionary uh, money for discretionary spending. So I don't know that it's going to be the case. I just think the Fed can't back off now because they've already got enough damage on their credibility that may not be repairable um, unless they continue at least step on the 50 basis point accelerator, or I should say break, if not the 75. I don't think they can really back off, so I'm not sure it's going to last. Mm. Okay, so it's gonna take something really, really like force of nature 
to change their, their tone in the near term. Uh, is there anything that does look appealing uh, Bob, is there anything that right now is low-hanging fruit in this market? Uh, you can go across asset class, whatever you choose. <laughs> well, I've actually been buying some of the beaten down retailers like Tar Target and Walmart. Um, I really think those do better in the short to medium term simply because I think their sales are going to bump up, especially Walmart, who's really, really, really good at slashing prices when they need to. And they have the ability to survive those kinds of things. So, you know, from a perspective of what can do better, I really think we're looking at something like a Walmart and a Target. I've loaded up more on Walmart than I have on Target. Um, I don't have energy stocks and I don't own crude oil right now. I might own crude oil again. I certainly don't think that the structure of the supply and demand uh, relationship is changing in any way. Um, you don't, I don't see a recession really affecting the demand for gasoline all that much. And I am in the recession camp. Um, and I, I don't really think it's priced in, but it's starting to be priced into the crude oil market, which is strange to me. Mm. So that's where it seems like there's a little bit of a logical uh, you know, glitch in what people are describing as this super bullish crude oil development is that if uh, that's pricing in recession, then uh, there's gotta be some other stuff here too. Uh, maybe bonds are. Uh, that's the last point I'm curious to get your thoughts on, Bob, is looking at the treasury market where bonds have really rallied here for many, that is encouraging when they see yields going down. How will we know if yields are going down for a bad reason because we are going to hit the skids in the economy? Well, I think the speed with which you're seeing yields go down point toward a bad outcome. I mean, we're over 20, 30 basis points lower between the two-year to the 30-year in two days. Those are huge moves. If you don't watch short-term bonds uh, as much as I do and as much as most uh, people who come, come from an interest rate background like I do, watch those things. These are massive, massive moves in terms of yield switches. So, I mean, 20 and 30 basis point moves in the two-year and the five-year in two days. Uh, that's big. And that points to a bad outcome. And, you know, Mike Wilson from Morgan Stanley said that the market has not priced a recession in. The bond market is starting to. So I think that's very troubling, the speed with which it's moving. We were going down five basis points here, two basis points there, more steady. That's soft landing territory. These kinds of move, if they continue, that's recessionary. Mm, all right. Uh, good uh, contrarian point to what we've heard from most of our analysis here this afternoon. Really important one uh, that uh, I air towards as well, uh, uh, generally speaking. So appreciate it, Bob. Thanks, Mr. Iacino, Chief Strategist, Path Trading Partners.